Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Do you need heavy equipment or farm equipment? Look no further than Southern Equipment and Parts in Laurel. We have a wide selection of new and used equipment from many top brands. We also offer parts, service, and rentals. Whether you're a contractor, farmer, or just need help around the house, we have what you need. Southern Equipment is your one-stop shop for all farm and heavy equipment. Visit us at 5237 Highway 84 West and southernequipparts.com or call 601-651-4555. Well, free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, welcome to a special edition of the Eagle Hour. We're broadcasting from Reed Green Coliseum this afternoon, the site of a much-anticipated doubleheader basketball game here at the arena starting at 5 o'clock this afternoon. Lee Roberts, Jay Ladner, all scheduled to join the Eagle Hour uh, in the next 60 minutes. Right now, though, we've got Matt Gardner, who is the Director of Operations for Lady Eagle Basketball. First of all, let me say thanks to uh, Dickey's Barbecue for their sponsorship of the Eagle Hour and Southern Miss Athletics. And we're not in the Southern Bank Corps studio today, but Daniel Stewart from Southern Bank Corps will be joining us. It is the portable, you might say, Southern Bank Corps studio. All right, we've got Matt Gardner with us right now, Director of Operations, former uh, six-year coach at Forest County AHS, right, and a graduate assistant for Joy Lee earlier in your career. Is that right? Yes, sir. I came down and spent two years as GA. Then I was high school head coach for eight years, and now I'm in my second year as Director of Operations. All right, well, we're grateful for you to join us. First question before we get to tonight's game, you know, it's they're playing in um, – about four hours, and I, I just left what looked like to me to be a full tilt practice with the Lady Eagles. Yeah, I, no taking it easy, I gather. Huh? No, most teams shoot around for an hour. We tend to go closer to an hour and a half, and then pregame meal right after that, and then the girls get to go home for about an hour and a half, and then we'll crank right back up about two hours before tip, and uh, ready to tip it off tonight at five o'clock. Coach, that wasn't a shoot around. That was practice. They were they were going five on five when I left. I, I don't mean that, that to say that Joy Lee McNellis is tough, but but the the only athletes in school on their ID cards have to identify what blood type they are. <laughs> now, there's no taking it easy this time of the year, correct? No, no, sir. Well, big game tonight. You're 15 and eight, eight and four in the league. You got a Texas State team coming in here that that you lost a, a close game to an overtime game to. Uh, just a couple of weeks ago, you were playing, as I recall, a good part of that game without Dominique Davis. I'm right about that. She got hurt, I believe, the first play of the second And into overtime, end of a tough four-game road trip. And when I say tough, I mean with all the travel. There had to be some fatigue involved there. So you're in a much better position tonight to get some revenge. Yeah, we are. And our defense was fantastic the last time. Our offense really struggled. Uh, so we've emphasized that a little more of the last couple weeks. And uh, it's going to still be a tough challenge for us. They're a really older group, mature. 
we're going to get their best shot, and uh, hopefully we can execute some of the keys we've been working on and uh, just compete and see what happens. And you got a, a full house tonight, too, as this is part of a doubleheader. There will be another doubleheader on Saturday, but let's not put the card ahead of the horse. We'll talk about that later on in the show. So this has got to be kind of cool that the ladies will get, I mean, a huge crowd here tonight. We're excited. We're hoping that some of the typical men's crowd comes in a little early for our game. Our marketing crew's done a good job promoting it, and uh, it's going to be a wide out for both games, first 5,000 uh, fans in, get a free T-shirt. So we're excited, and we're hoping to fill this place up. As the season gets longer, now, as you mentioned, the back injuries, spasms with, with Dom, Malia has not been, Malia Grayson has not been 100% all year. This long schedule now, start the injuries start cropping up. But besides that, is there anything that's of particular concern that Joy and the staff are working on, some things that concern them about the overall playing of this team, of their own team going down the stretch now? We've got to clean up the turnovers. And last time, looking at a stat sheet, we had 28 versus this group. So we've got to clean that up. But, again, it's been an emphasis in, in practice, just simple fundamental things, make good passes, show a target, and – when you're open, let it fly, and let's all four, two through five crash, and our ones getting back and just being solid, having good possessions each time, and making sure they end in a shot instead of a turnover. You, you look back at that Texas State game, <clears throat> again, you mentioned it. That was 28 turnovers, and Grayson and Davis have seven points combined. So you feel like Texas State really didn't get your, your best shot the first time around. I mean, the Lady Eagles – have, have shown that they're much better than that. So one thing that we've kind of been following this year when we look at box scores, it, it's kind of like when when it's all or nothing with Dom, it leans more towards a loss. But when she scores her, you know, 12 to 15, and then every, you know, two or three people around her chip that as well, it seems like that that's kind of been the formula for success this year. Yeah, and we've got a little more depth this year that we think that, we can play different lineups. We can play small ball and have four guards out there at the same time and really be a threat uh, to shoot the three ball. But then we can play Femi and Malia together, assuming they both stay out of foul trouble. That's been a key for us. But definitely when your best player is out there and she's playing solid and consistent, um, we like our chances in the Sun Belt. Talking to Matt Gardner, Director of Operations for Women's Basketball here at Southern Miss. We're at Reed Green Coliseum, ladies. Playing in at 5 o'clock today against Texas State, you mentioned the depth, but this team also very, very mature. I mean, you, you look across the board. I mean, even even Grayson, though, you know, she's, she's a younger player, but she's a freshman in the year, you know, a couple years ago. How has some of the transfers, though, have come in that add maturity with the depth? They have, and they've contributed. Some places get transfers, and they set the bench, but ours have come in, and for the most part, we've got three starting, if you count, Dom, uh, sometimes Femi, sometimes JB, and even Lonnie Cornfields uh, playing for us. So our coaches did a great job recruiting uh, this past year and really added some versatility to the roster. They can all kind of do their own thing and just really make a unique addition to our team in that we can win some games in several different ways. Yeah, Lonnie Cornfield is one I made a note here to ask you about. Very impressive kid. When she comes in and plays guard, this is a kid that looks like she's putting out about 175% effort. 
Yes, she is, and she's a pesky defender. Even our practice guys, they will get her best shot, and she you just don't want to have the ball if she's guarding you, and she'll pick you up full court. She doesn't really have um, but one speed, and that's full speed. <laughs> that's no question. And uh, we're glad to have her on our team, and she's been fantastic defensively. We'd like for her to clean up some of her turnovers offensively, but she's been a great addition. Mac, with the, with the rest of the teams in the league now, you guys have, as coaches, you look at your schedule, right, the rest of the way. I know that this goes on, right? How would you describe the strength of your schedule compared to some of the other teams at the top with you guys that you're going to be jockeying for those one through four seeds at the tournament? Well, the good news for us is down the stretch, um, after Saturday, we have Coastal. That'll be the first time we've played them. We've got Georgia State next Thursday. That'll be the first time we've played them. But for the other four, let's see, other three teams, we've played them and we've beat them, including the league leader, Troy. So if we could get into um, a role right here and beat Troy again, we're sitting right there in the first place possibility. So we're, we're confident in the, in the schedule, finishing up. And uh, but we've got to take care of business of at home. Course. Sure. First things first, Texas State. And of course, we're tied with them. So uh, down the road, tiebreakers matter. We really want to get that double buy in the conference tournament. Top four seeds get a double buy, and that's really a, a emphasis moving forward these last six games. Mac, uh, about a minute and a half left. Your job. You you are the uh, you're the the minutia guy. I mean, if. Nobody really appreciates you until something goes really bad, right? I mean, that's a, but I mean, it's just everything is smooth sailing. I mean, but in your second year of this job, I would guess what's the most rewarding uh, for you when you know all the details come together and you know watching the team play. I know it's very rewarding for you in a season like this. Yeah, when we pull in the Reed Green Coliseum after a road trip with two wins, that's about as good as it gets for me. So, uh, no, it takes a village to help me. Uh, the coaches, our GAs, managers, um, Jason Baker, you name it, they all do a great job helping me. And uh, it's, it takes a village to, to do all the logistics and just day-to-day, and I just try to make Coach Manilis' job a little easier. Are, are we allowed to use a Hillary Clinton line on so. the show? It takes a village. No. All right, Coach, uh, <laughs> just a few seconds left. I want to, I want to make this point. To everybody that listens to the Eagle Hour, there's a lot of hoopla about this Louisiana-Southern Miss matchup. The game at 5 o'clock is just as important. And the women's team is in just as good a position to win the conference as the men. And no one should overlook that. They should be here to support the ladies. They're playing just as well as the men. Yes, sir. And I appreciate you all having me on and, and for supporting us throughout the year, not just in the season. I'll take it a little easier on these girls come set. Maybe like an hour long. <laughs> Don't take five it out on five. Take practice. it out on Texas look, State. I saw Joy Lee's eyes during practice. I ain't saying nothing about no. that. I don't want yeah. those eyes looking at me. Yeah. All right, Matt Gardner. Thank you, Coach. We're thank you, it. Jay Ladner, men's coach. Next Eagle Hour from Reed Green Coliseum. Stay with us.
tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. All right, welcome back. Reed Green Coliseum. We want to thank Matt Gardner, who is the Director of Operations for Lady Eagle Basketball. And uh, they tip off at 5 o'clock this afternoon against Texas Southern. I want to remind you about Jana King. JanaKingCleans.com. Jana King, the new sponsor of the Super Talk Eagle Hour, doing business for over 30 years. They can clean your home, your business, your church, whatever you need. Go to JanaKingCleans.com for more information. All right, now we have... The most popular man in Hattiesburg on the Eagle Hour. Is that Juan? Juan Cardona? <laughs> Coach Jay Ladner. Coach, i got to tell you, my friend, what a difference a year makes. 21-4, and four, seven straight wins. Got to feel awfully good. Well, I'm, I'm very thankful, and I want to say this on a personal way. Mr. Bob and Luke and, of course, Kelly, I'm, anytime y'all need us on, we're there, and I know y'all took a lot of a lot of grief last year um, when we weren't doing so well. But y'all didn't waver. You didn't go with the flow, and and I I'm personally thankful and grateful uh, to y'all, and that's why anytime y'all call and y'all need well, us you, on, Coach. we're there. And uh, um, but it wasn't just it wasn't just an opinion, Jay. We we backed it up with well, facts. Well, no. I, I, whatever, whatever, it, whatever it was, and uh, I know that there was a lot of heat uh, out there. And, and again, um, we're appreciative and thank oh. you very much. And, and it's funny, you know, you say when most popular or, or, or whatever, and it's uh, you know we're we're coaching the same way. Of course, I've been blessed. I've got a, a great staff. We've got most of all great players that uh, are talented, but they have a they have a tremendous uh, love for each other, um, and I think. They have a, a combined with our coaching staff. We have a family atmosphere. Uh, of course, we have a Latin American influence. We have Coach Juan Cardona, of course, on with us too, and he'll. He's he'll, not sweating. He, not, not yet. yet. Not, yet. not yet. But trust me, he's going to be ready. Uh, and and but you know, and 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 it's it's been very evident from from the first day. And uh, our coaches love each other, but we love our players, and I think there's a great respect for players. They're always open to coaching, and you can coach, and you can coach basketball instead of worrying about uh, things that don't that 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 get in the way of winning, and, and that you know guys being on time, guys being committed, you know whatever it, whatever the things that distract and take away from winning. So it's been it's been a neat thing, and and again. Uh, no different. Per- I promise you, I'm not a di- any different person or coach than I was last year. But the circumstances have changed. You know, I'll take you back many, many years ago to MK Kirk. Team was on kind of a losing streak, yeah. and I asked him one night, "Well, coach, what you know? What do you do now to to get them back?" He goes, "Bob." We do the same thing, whether we're winning or losing, and I have no, I have no explanation yeah, yeah. for why. But I want, I want to take you back to this. I know okay. a lot of people, and coach, you can jump on here too. A lot of people look back at the Vanderbilt game and they say, "Man, that's when we knew that was different." Well, I agree, but to me, as a fan, the game that I thought this is different was the Liberty game. That's what I thought too. Because you're in a crazy atmosphere. You got a big lead. They make just this incredible run against you. The place sounded on TV like it was going to explode. But your guys kept their composure and hung on. And that night, I thought, 
man, this is a completely different basketball team. Well, I, and I tell you another thing you forgot to, and I can say it at this point of the year, Juan will echo this, the officiating changed in the second half, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it got, it got, uh, it got uh, I don't want to say questionable, but it was uh, it was iffy. But you're right, and, and but we have a, a mature team, and, and we have a team, a, a, a number, a lot of our players, most of our players have been through the wars before. And one of the things we wanted to get done in, in recruiting last after the season was over last year, we wanted to get old. And we were able to do that. And I give a lot of that, one, the character of the players. Uh, but, but secondly, that they're just, they've just been through the wars before. Juan, what do you think? I think, I think first of all, the, the, I agree. Both games, I think, impacted our team and our season pretty much. But we knew right away. And, and when I – when when I tell you that we knew, and we knew the first day of practice. Yeah, you yeah. predicted the conference yeah. championship and, and, and I on this show before you ever played a game. No, and I think and I think that's <laughs> whenever you you jump in a new environment, and um, and like I said, I've been blessed to 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 coach on the the next level, professional. But you got you got to do, uh, you, you got to work and make make sure that somebody else gets a blessing. And when Coach Latner had hired me. And my family, he put a blessing in my family. So is it my, the only way I can pay him back? And 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 everybody around the the Southern Miss family. What happened? Once I knew the bigs that we had, uh, along with Felipe, when you when you had DeAndre, you had uh, uh, Tecmo, guards. Anybody can have guards. And 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 we're blessed to have uh, guards like AC, like Mo, like Nefta. But what I'm trying to say, your team is going to be as good as your bigs. Because that's the difference between a mid-major team and and, and a high-major team. When you have two of we have two of them, three of them, but they have five, six. You know what I mean? So now they have that size, but but our our guys, we have the 300 mentality. We're going to go against five of them. Two of them or three of them can go against five or six because they're they, that talented. And Coach implemented a system offensively that fits what we do and fit our best players. And defensively, we, we, we implemented a system that fits – what we have and can cover for our guys so so they can play against two, three guys at the same time. Well, speaking of the bigs, you guys, Louisiana's bigs yep. wore you guys out. Sure did. The first time. Yep. Um, so so what do you do this time, Jay, to try to combat? The, well, they're going to try to come at you do the same thing. No, no doubt. And, of course, I'll talk about our side of it, and then I'll let Juan talk about the defensive side. I want to say our side. Of course, Juan, for no better term, we don't use a defensive coordinator term, but that's what he is. And and wouldn't he be an incredible football defensive coordinator? You know, you, that's the guy that's over there has got the hat on backwards yeah. and is all I'm so up. proud of you getting teed yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Jordan Brown. Jordan Brown is a six foot eleven. Uh, he transferred into uh, Lafayette, where he, from Arizona, he was the pack. Uh, was it ten or twelve now? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, six man of the year at Arizona. Uh, but and, and you say, well, how did he end up at Arizona? His, I mean, at, at Lafayette, his uh, Louisiana, I should say. His father played there. Uh, was a heck of a player there back in the in the seventies and eighties, and uh, so so that is connection to Louisiana, and, and he's he's really good again. Preseason player of the year, six uh, eleven, uh, almost unstoppable uh, down down low. Again, I don't want to take coaches. Coach will uh, may, may 
maybe not get so technical to give out anything on over the air, but he'll, he'll talk about it in general. But offensively, uh, what they did against us the last time that caused us so much problems, they put a forward on, on Felipe. And that's the first time we had seen anybody do that. Of course, that was our third league game. Normally, you know, their five-man uh, the defensive five will, will guard our five and blah, you know, well, it's hard for a five man to guard and be hard for Jordan Brown to, to, to guard Felipe because Felipe is so versatile. It'll be hard for him to guard DeAndre. And what they did is they put a smaller, more athletic player on him. So I think, uh, of course, you know, we, we, we live and learn and, and, uh, have a chance to play somebody a second time. So hopefully we'll be, hopefully we'll be better prepared this time, uh, for that particular defense. Let me throw a name out here, guys. Uh, you got a lot of great players. You got Crowley. You've got Felipe Hase. You've got Mo Arnold. But the kid that just fascinates me is DeAndre Pinckney. And if you were voting today, wouldn't he be in the running for the MVP? No, no doubt. And I think, I think, and, and this is a message that we delivered uh, to the guys uh, during the week. Tonight, you're going to have four players that are fighting for player of the year. So that being Jordan Brown, that being Felipe Hase, Austin Crawley, and DeAndre Pinckney. So, so how how is a, a team that is picked to 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 be 14 in the league, right, gets a chance to play tonight for the first place? Because you got great players. Yeah, that's 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 the only way. Yeah, 14 is that what they picked you? That's, that's what they, they that's what they did, said. They clearly didn't talk to you before uh, you started. Yeah, the season. And, and don't get me started on that one. But but we're good. And 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 today we get we we give ourselves a chance to to fight for that number one spot. But. You can't do that without great players and without great people. Right. You know what I mean? No, but defensively, Coach, how are you going to deal with their bigs? They, they tore us up the first time. No, you, you, you'll see the game plan, but I think, I think it, it, it's a combination of, of our pressure on top. And then they, 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 they pride themselves on, 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 on giving give him the ball cons, cons, consistently. And we're going we, we, to attack uh, them different ways. But you're going to see a, a, a way different – a Southern Miss team tonight out there. All right, we've only got a minute left. Coach, I know you got a lot to do. I just want to tell you, I go back to when you were on the MK Turk teams, right? I haven't seen this much excitement since then about basketball. I haven't either. Uh, I cannot tell you how many times I've had this exact conversation, and so many people have reached out. Juan, I was just telling him earlier, so Juan, you look at all these messages, you know, and getting in it just – overwhelmed and I take pride in responding to him but I, I can't get I hope people are listening and say you they text me I didn't hear back from him you know no please just give me I'll get back to you but it may take a day or so because yeah. there's so many it, it's just it I it I, I have goosebumps Bob because it feels like Coach Turks in hey, 1987. Well I know he's looking down on us and I know he's looking down on us and I know he's smiling and I, I know that, but I do, I, I, and I've said this, I bet I've said this 50 times in the last three or four days, I wish Coach was here. Yeah. I wish Coach was here, but I do know he's, he's, he's down there watching, and I know he's smiling. We're glad you're here. Thank you, Bob, Coach and I appreciate Shailander. you and Kelly and Luke sticking, hanging in there with us when nobody else did. Huge Thank you very much. tonight, two huge games tonight. <laughs> Coach, thank, don't sweat too much. Okay? Yeah, that's that's the only way to do it. Completely through that suit. <laughs> thank you. Thank we'll you for right having back. us. We'll be right back. Yes, sir.
Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, we're glad you are. We are broadcasting from Green Green Coliseum uh, on the Southern Miss campus. And Luke, if they don't get to this show live, where could they possibly hear the podcast? There's a lot of places. First uh, is Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Audible, Supertalk.fm. Many, or, many Alexa. Oh, yeah. And Alexa will play the Supertalk Eagle Hour. All right, I want to thank 4th Street Bar and Grill, also Campus Bookmark, two great sponsors of our program, and uh, we appreciate them. And, of course, want to thank Southern Bank Corp. Uh, normally our studio sponsor, but we have a representative here with us. We've got what, what a lineup right now. Lee Roberts and Daniel Stewart, the man who won two CUSA football championships and the man that slaughtered, scattered, Destroyed Mississippi smothered. You can State go like baseball. Waffle House, hash browns, you smothered, covered, yeah, covered chop. Yes. Glad yeah, to have you guys on here. Hey, glad to be on, man. And it's an honor to, and, and it's a better better thing to slaughter in Mississippi State than to do what I did. So, yeah, you only could East, to you. You only beat East Carolina. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> well, in the baseball and world, you Pittsburgh. got wins and lots of losses. And Pittsburgh, right, right, right. Uh, glad to have both you guys on. Uh, uh, first of all, Daniel, thank you for all your bank does for us. And uh, glad to be we're here. We're very thank grateful you. for your response. Lee Roberts, you've seen uh, a lot of basketball games uh, uh, doing stuff for ESPN+. Plus. Before we talk about the men, I want to talk about the women's team for just a minute. I think sometimes there's so much excitement about the men this year, and understandably so. Some fans may lose sight of the fact that the women have won 15 games. The women are right here in the hunt for the conference championship. I've watched a lot of those games. I'm a big fan of, of women's athletics, having had an athletic daughter. So I know how competitive girls are and how much fun it is to watch them. It's fun watching this Lady Eagle team, isn't it? it it's a lot of fun. And, and obviously to call the games, both the men and the women this year, and you know just the success on the on the court just really makes it that much more fun. But what Coach McNellis has done, and I mean just her recruiting, the athletic kids that she has, the, the great character, um, and just to see how much fun they have and, and play as a team as well. And, you know, and, and they're a rough bunch. They, they get after it on the court. So it's not like they're a, a just a kind of a finesse group. I mean, they're a hardcore uh, run you up and down the court, up in your face. Well, you probably know this, but, you know, I was at practice Thursday night a week ago. She invited me to come down. I talked to some players and watched practice. And the last hour of the practice, these four young men come out there, and these boys could play basketball, and they're going – mono mono with the girls and the girls aren't given an inch and the boys aren't taking it easy and i was a little surprised by that but these girls are tough no they're very tough and, and that's what she does she puts some some really good athletic guys out there on the court to to go at them and those girls they, they stay right with them they <laughs> they hang in there so kudos to them great yeah. job big game for them tonight no it is and uh, like you said i mean there's a lot of talk about the men's game tonight but a double header i mean you just don't get that too often here at southern miss to have a back-to-back men's and women's game and you know i, I hope the fans come out and support these lady eagles because they do they're they, they're having a great year and again the success of what coach McNellis and our whole staff and this team has done at 5 o'clock the tip-off. It's going to be a lot of fun. And then, obviously, following that up with the men's game, it's, it should be a fun atmosphere here tonight. Daniel, baseball is a week away. One week. It really is. We talk about how and, and we're sitting in the basketball complex. But it's just like 
we we've had three seasons. We're about to have the second or the third season. But it's like there was a bridge, there ball and and with with the the ladies in second place with the men opportunity tonight to be first place all alone. How important is that for for the city of Hattiesburg? No, oh, it's it's really it's uh it's really exciting to be a uh, resident of Hattiesburg now. I can remember going back 20 years when I was playing baseball here. It's hard to say it's been that long, but you know. Um, lots changed in college as athletics since then, but every season there was a buzz. We were really good at football, really good at baseball, really good at basketball. And if for whatever reasons, you know, we had a little lull, I can feel that energy and, you know, feel that coming back now. So it's really, really exciting time to be uh, in this environment. I do want to jump forward to next week since we've got you here to, to talk about, you know, we, we lost five pitchers to the draft. We lost another right. pitcher to the transfer portal. Oh, but we, we have uh, a first-team All-American that's still here. <clears throat> what What's the challenge for guys who find their role to be bigger this year? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you looked at last year, the three starters that we had. Yeah. So, so a guy like Matt Adams or, you know, a guy like Nico Mazza that's going to enter a, a rotation possibly for the first time. What's, what's the big thing on their horizon for them? Well, I think it's really just stepping in there, um, getting the innings under your belt that they're going to do in practice, realizing your place and saying, hey, if I'm the number five guy, maybe I get some middle middle week starts, I want to be a weekend guy. You know what you've got to do to get there. Uh, Coach Barry is going to help those guys get there, put the work in. Um, but – you know, start of the season, everybody's trying to find their spot, yeah. and uh, this is kind of where you where you figure it out. What's the hardest part about this week? Because it's not game week, and we were talking about you know with Coach Barry, we had him on, and it was like a, it was a month before, and you know my mind's just like football. Lee's mind was like football two a days. Baseball's weird. I mean, because yeah. you you practice all fall, you come back, and then you look up, oh, it's, it's game week. Well, I think you have freshmen that are in. Uh, a college environment, they come in from high school. How are they going to respond? You've got transfer guys coming in. How are you going to respond? This team has never played on the same field in a game before. How is everybody going to react? How is everybody going to play? Who's going to step up? Who's going to make the difference? And how are they going to kind of gel as a team? Lee Roberts, how long has it been since we've seen this momentum? Football comes off a bowl win. We're talking here today about the basketball team. This nationally premier baseball team is just about to start. It's been a long time since things have gone in such a positive direction for so many sports. No, I totally, I totally agree. And I mean, I think baseball's kind of been that one thing that's kind of been that mainstay. And you know, I think somebody asked Coach Barry what that success is, and he talked about kind of the 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 head coach staying in place and assistant staying in place. And you know, I think hopefully you'll see that throughout you know, basketball and, and, and football as well. But it has. It's been a long time since the big three have had a lot of success. And, man, the buzz on campus, the buzz around town, it's it's a lot of fun to hear. All right, we talked about the women. They play at 5 o'clock, 7.30. Of all, we were talking yesterday. Of all the teams to have this kind of showdown with, who could be better than the Raging Cajuns? No, it's, it's nasty. You know, it's going to be nasty and tough. It's going to be fun. It? it is lining up to be a really, really good game tonight. And, you know, again, coming from Conference USA, you had some rivalries, but I feel like now in the Sun Belt, it just kind of takes it up another level. And, right. of course, the women lost at Texas State in overtime. The men lost at Louisiana. So both teams having a chance at home tonight to have a little revenge. And, Man, again, it's just a, a big, big night, a whiteout 
for the fans. It's going to be a lot of fun. Coach Cardona obviously wasn't going to give us the game plan on air, but he did say, you watch tonight, it's going to be a different game. What, what do we, I mean, you look at what they did against Marshall. Like Lewis and Brown had 30 rebounds between two guys. You and I were talking. Uh, Denaje was still banged up. Alvarez wasn't on the court. Um, and then you and I were, you know, we're talking. That there's there's nine dudes that could play tonight for the Golden Eagles. You know, I mean, with with I think Mormon and Hart could play tonight with with going up against the bigs. Bob and all week have been saying like, go at their go at the bigs, get them in foul trouble. But you got to feel like they're going to do that with Hassan Pinkney as well. Well, I think one of the keys tonight. I mean, we we've done better coming off the bench the last four or five games. I think scoring. I think we need to be really good in transition. I think we've got to shoot the ball well outside too, just because they do have that big presence on the inside. I mean, if Crowley can play well and Hase can play well, you know, Alvarez handle the ball. Hopefully Mo Arnold can step up. He's coming off a big game uh, last week. He's Mar- supposed to be available. They said yeah. he's got a bruised hip. But he and, and Marcelo Perez coming off a 10-point Perez game as well. Right last week. Yes, I mean, you, you mentioned nine guys. There may be ten that you know really have that opportunity. I mean, Hart, I mean, those guys, they can they can play as well. Ivory, I mean, they, they can all get after it. But I think the guys that have to go and play well tonight are Pinkney has to play well. Mm-hmm. I think Hase has to play well, and I think Crowley has to play well. And you know Alvarez is going to handle right. things. Are you are you calling both games back to back? I will. So, so I was going to say to so you. So what's your nutrition plan going into tonight? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. So well, I'll say this. I mean, I, I have to sip on water just because I'm still for so long. You know, but between games, yeah, I'll have to hydrate a little Daniel, bit. Daniel, any any expert advice? Like you pitched uh, two back-to-back games in a doubleheader. Anything you can give Lee here? Hey, just stay loose, Lee. Yeah, stay <laughs> loose. Absolutely. I will indeed, man. That's it's not gonna, as easy it's gonna as it be used fun. to be, is it? Lee? No, it's not. It's not. So more, more worried about my voice than anything. So yeah. sucking on cough drops all day long. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a big, big night here. Uh, Daniel, I guess with, with the bank being so close to the campus, is the electricity kind of feeding over into Midtown these days? You think? Yeah, I think so. Uh, we've we've seen some traffic. Uh, a lot of people walking around. Um, you know, it's just really exciting being right across from University. We kind of get a first eye view of everything that's going on. And uh, you know, for us, you know, we leave the office this afternoon. We're walking over the basketball games. It's going to be a good day. Now, what do you say to the people? Let's get back to baseball a minute. What do you say to the people who? And I'm hearing this a lot. Well, we got a lot of players coming back, but we lost our whole pitching staff. You know, that's probably going to be the biggest hurdle they've got to get over this year is, is you know, you had some really good arms that we lost last year. But like I've said before, um, Coach Barry does an excellent job of getting these guys ready mentally, physically. So when the time comes, they'll be ready. Lee Roberts, save that voice, my friend. Absolutely. Appreciate Always it. Always good to see you. Always enjoyed as well. Right, we'll be right back. Eagle Hour continue from Reed Green Rifles. Southern Miss to the top. 
All right, welcome back to the Super Talk Eagle Hour. It's always fun to welcome uh, new members to our family. We want to thank and welcome Alexander's Hardware and Ellisville and Bay Springs, uh, who start today as a new Super Talk Eagle Hour sponsor. They sell appliances, lumber, building material, tools, all your needs and supplies. You'll find it at Alexander's Hardware, two locations, Ellisville and Bay Springs. The, uh, the first couch of our marriage came from Alexander's in Bay Springs. There you go. Yeah, you Lawrence, go. Lawrence from Bay Springs. We're glad to have him on board. We're also, of course, always glad to have our friends from Southern Bank Corps here with us, and Daniel's going to hang around with us a little bit. Uh, Daniel, we'll get back uh, to all the sports activities, but again, we'll always, as always, we really can't thank you guys enough sure. and want to use every opportunity to remind our listening audience about how Southern Bank Corps supports Southern Miss Athletics. You guys are big, big supporters of uh, USM. And you're doing very well here in Hattiesburg, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, we do. We, uh, Like I said, we, we love being right across from the university. Uh, Chris Hester, our market president, he and I are both former baseball players at USM. So any opportunity that we get to support the university, whether it's athletics, alumni association, we've done some things with the USM Foundation. We're always looking for ways to be involved. All right, well, you'll have to come to the Pete next Friday. We'll be uh, right outside Scott's office uh, broadcasting uh, to kick off uh, baseball we will be there. season. We'll, we'll be watching uh, Hill Denson take Scott to, to lunch, and then okay. Hill making Scott pay for it. That's I believe usually, that. That's yeah. usually what will happen. <laughs> All right, you, you, you're part of the baseball program. I know that once you're a baseball player, you're always in that fraternity. Realistically, what should fans expect this year? You know, um, it's always tough to say at the beginning of the season. You know, I go back to my time playing and had a really good team on paper, but just never could get that chemistry to to be successful on the field. Um, You know, nowadays and the way I've seen these guys play and the talent that I think we kept over from last year, um, the new talent that we've got coming in, uh, Luke and I, you and I were talking about the, the Edsel kid, uh, Parker from Pro River. We've got two really good JUCO transfers. I think the number one JUCO transfer. Yeah, Matt Etzel. Right. Yeah, Matt Etzel. So He's a beast. You've got some really good talent that's going to be coming in. So I don't think it's hard to imagine where we're sitting at the end of the season. We say, hey, we had a better year this year than we had last year. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, that's just the thing for me is that uh, what what role does Billy Oldham play coming in from, from D3? He struck out 120, I think, in 80 or 90 innings last year. For me, it's like mm-hmm. I feel good about the back end. Luke Trahan from Dallas Baptist. Tyler Martin, uh, the Towns kid. I'm wondering who we go to in the sixth or the seventh. Yeah, Rhodes is back, but I'm saying right. like last year, you could look at Stewart um, and uh, you know Harper would would shut shut it down, yeah. um, and then you had um, Garrett, Rogers, Garrett Ramsey. Yeah, Ra- Garrett Ramsey. Yeah. And you had yeah you had Rogers. I mean Rogers Dalton. emerged as your stopper, and he, he had starter talent, but was so locked down in that position he was in. And you and you you lack of lefties too. Yes. You know you've got uh, Best is out, so you got three guys: Martin, I mentioned, uh, Cross Sively, and uh, and Justin Storm. You know, and I expect yeah. Storm to be one of those guys that can chew up a lot of innings. You know, and and but yeah, yeah the not the back end, but kind of the middle relief is kind of what I'm I'm scratching my head wondering who's going to emerge. Yeah, and, and like I said. Um, this is the time where you kind of figure that out. Um, the guys that are doing it now may not be the ones doing it at the end of the year. So, um, you know, Coach Barry's got it figured out. Um, Coach Ostrander's got it figured out who they've got the plan to be in those positions now. Is this fair so to how say you perform. With, with the schedule as tough as it is, I don't, I don't see an easy game. No, uh, I don't either. 
I really don't. Maybe fans in the first month need to be a little patient. <laughs> uh, it seems to me that with that schedule and you're breaking in a lot of new kids, if you come out of that 500 the first month, you're right. in a pretty good position the rest of yeah. the year. Well, you know, I, I think we've seen the last two years with Mississippi State and Ole Miss. It's not how you play the season, but it's how you finish. Mm-hmm. Those two teams got Clearly. really, really hot at the end of the year. Clearly. So if we come out slow – I'm not concerned. I'm not worried. And I hope our fans aren't either. From a pitching standpoint, I feel like there's going to be less pressure, which is good on a uh, uh, a maturing staff. That's what I'll call them. Of course, you know, Hall's sure. there. But, I mean, it seems like we're going to have more offensive proudness. But, I mean, we look at people were criticizing Creel last year. Like, we hit more home runs the last two years yeah. than we've hit, you know, previously. Yeah. And so I, I feel like with Etzel coming in, with Parker, you're going to see, you know, Creel really utilize his uh, his offensive approach when he wants offense. Yeah. But from a pitcher, when when you have when you're looking at Etzel, you're looking at Peto, you're looking at Parker, you're looking at some of these power numbers. It kind of allows that that staff gives them a little more time to mature. Yeah, it, it really does. Uh, yeah, you, you talked about power. That was the question mark last year, and like I said, we hit a lot of home runs. So now on paper, we've got the power. So kind of see how that translates. Yeah, let me tell you from what I've seen in some of the scrimmage games I've been to, fans, if you're listening, you remember the name Etzel. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because you're going to see a lot of this kid. Here's what stunned me about him. He's got real gap power, you can see. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scott told us he, he played as well defensively as anybody he had seen in fall baseball. And he's big. His speed is unbelievable when he's on the base wow. pass. Yeah. Walner, Tremble, Montenegro, now Edsel. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Daniel, we always appreciate you and uh, want to encourage all of our listeners. If you're looking for a full-service bank with great Southern Miss guys to take care of your banking, would you know of one that they might see? I think I might know a a bank that uh, can help you out. Could it be Southern Bank Corp? It's definitely Southern Bank Corp. Baseball's coming, but, Bob, we got basketball until tonight. Tonight. We'll see you next Friday. Is that good? See you next Friday. All right. From Reed Green Coliseum, uh, for Kelly and Luke, Bob Getty. Glad you joined us. Hope you enjoy the games tonight. Until tomorrow, Southern Miss. To the top. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.